I was hoping instead of married to who you were going to say Lesterson, listen, Lesterson, listen, Lesterson, listen, Lesterson, listen, Lesterson, listen. No, it's we are your servants. No, what what was it they were saying at the end of like episode four is the most annoying shit on the planet. Uh, we got we got the power or something by the power of Grey Skull. <laughs> it was like Daleks must destroy or something, and they were all saying Welcome it over Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast for a couple of couples oh, wait, who watched Doctor Who for the very first time. Daleks must destroy, Daleks must destroy, Daleks must destroy. <laughs> Sorry, I lost everything <laughs> in my brain. Welcome to Married Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill. And Alex, producer Terry is here too. This week we are here to talk about Power of the Daleks, written by David Whitaker, directed by Christopher Berry, aired November 5th through December 10th, 1966. We did it, guys. We've made it to the second Doctor. Before we dig in, Get a it is time for everybody's favorite podcast segment cody's 60 second plot oh synopsis you are giving too much <laughs> air time all right our, our friends land on a planet thing and they got this pod and then there's this crazy scientist who's like there's things in here and i like them i'm gonna make them do stuff and the doctor's like don't make them do stuff they're dangerous do there's stuff. a governor can't really tell if the governor's good or bad at the beginning towards the end to Turns out he's pretty good, but there's a bunch of rebels. The governor's trying to fight the rebels. The rebels try to fight the governor. The doctor comes in. He says, nope, don't give power to them. And the scientist is like, I'm going to give power to them. And so he does. And then the dogs pretend to be like they're good and servants, but they're not. They're duplicating perpetually like rabbits. They're everywhere. They kill everything. The doctor goes insane. He becomes a blithering idiot. Uh, like two people die. The rebels kill everybody. Quinn becomes the uh, governor. And then everybody's just like... <laughs> We out. Well, wait, no, the Daleks all explode because the doctor uh, rewired them. And then when the Daleks shot the wiring harness, they all uh, really went up in flames. And then they're like, peace. And they left. Time. In peace. <laughs> Just some filler at left, the end Left there. the Daleks in pieces. <laughs> like, like two people died. Don't even mention the whole like scene of them panning the massacre. (laughs) Yeah, I said everybody died. He did. He went from everybody died to two people died. Those are two different scenes. It was two, two more, two more. Two, two. Tack them on. Forgot these two. Uh, Cody, since we're on you, what'd you think of this one? Jake, look at me. Nope. Please. Uh, Too, too handsome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> best episode of old who best series of old who thus Stop far calling them series best <laughs> not series best story in old who so far you could call it a series or a serial if you call it a series one more time jake <laughs> story episode or serial i like serial <laughs> Um, cool. I listened to two Doctor Who podcasts today about Power of the Daleks that I don't normally listen to, and they would agree with you. Sam, what'd you think? It's hard to remember because I watched it like six months ago. Mm hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I like animated or not. I don't know if that ruins it for me. Ooh, it's going to be a rough couple of months. <laughs> I, I can't decide. I. I need to see one side by side so I can decide which one I like better. Um, well, it's always live action better, but I'd rather animation versus no episode. Well, with animation, you have the possibilities to make it bigger and do more. But there's so many times where I'm like, what would have this looked same, like? Same, <laughs> same. Terrible. Well, the we'll, answer's We'll get terrible. into some of that later, but uh, they did definitely make some of these scenes bigger 
but it is also the whole story takes place in like four rooms. So uh, you can yeah. only go so far. It, Jill, what'd you think? Or wait, Sam, you haven't said what you thought was, yet. It was, <laughs> I, I think it was good. For six episodes, it was watchable. Is that, is that a good synopsis? From best ever to watchable. Jill, <laughs> what'd you think? I really liked it until the last episode, which we'll get more into. Mm-hmm. I, which I like, I liked the resolve of the story, but I thought it was really confusing. Um, like there was just parts missing, but overall I liked it a lot. I really would have liked to see this like in real, not animation. Um, I thought like the, uh, you know, the word, the people that come with them, the companions, <laughs> the companions. <laughs> I thought the companions were super dull in this story. Yes. And I would have liked to know if that was different, like in live action. But other, like, overall story, overall, like, how it was done as far as the animation, I really did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, we'll get into that more too, for sure. Alex, what'd you think? I still really like it. I, I enjoyed this the first time we watched it uh, for our Dalek series and Brothers, and I still like it now. Like, it's just a cool story. Like, the way it is presented sucks because in the medium they had to do, but I like I said, I prefer this the over no episode, so I, I like the story. Yeah, for anyone who didn't listen back then, Alex and I did a series, just the two of us, sometimes with Terry, where we watched every Dalek story and then ranked them. And uh, for me, I definitely liked it more this time than that time. I think this is my third time overall. I hated it the last time I watched it. I don't like stories that get into just like the politics of like four people on a base. And that's mostly what this story is. And uh but it was improved this watching. Um I think because I watched the the newer special edition where they updated some of the animation to make oh, the faces move a little more. That would be better. Uh, yeah, we'll get more into that later. Terry Hi. You I like fucking it. asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Terry's off the podcast. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh I always love watching a new doctor like come into his own and like figure out and like see his personality. And he was real quirky at times, but uh it was still just exciting to see the companions struggling with this new guy that were like is this a doctor we're not even sure and he's like blowing them off and it was just fun across all the mayhem that was happening yeah terry and alex you've seen patrick trout before jill you have not what did you think of the second doctor that we watched didn't we watch something with him i don't know what um okay well in that case Really, I swear we did. Uh, like early on, we're jumping around. We're like doing a companion thing because nope. there's a special thing coming out. No, that's not nope. real. Okay, nope. well. Well, we did do that, but it wasn't this doctor. Interesting. I liked him. Um. Uh. Yeah, I would have really liked to have seen him in real life prior to animation. Well, in six to seven months, you'll be able to. Oh, my God. Okay, well, then that's disappointing. (laughs) This this Um, entire season, season four, is missing. Did someone just hate Troughton? They were like, in the trash. (laughs) Well, there's there's no just completely existing story. Um, We'll get quite a few that have some episodes, so you'll be able to see them, and the rest are filled in with animation, just like... Um, 10th Planet, the last one we just watched, which is technically in season four, and the last episode was animated. That'll kind of be, that'll happen a few times, included in the next one we watch. So for the next podcast, you'll get to see him in the flesh, so to speak. Good. I don't feel like we got like a huge grasp on him. Like he jumped in and did stuff right away, which I thought was great. Um, But we didn't like, again, with the just dryness of the companions, like we didn't really get to see him like interact with the companions or whatever else. Yeah. And that was one thing I always butted up against in this story is because the the animation, like you guys all watched it on BritBox. 
Uh, I think they have the 2016 animation in there. And it's so bad. Their faces are so just still that you lose everything Patrick Troughton's doing in this. He's the weirdest he's ever going to be because it's a regeneration story. So he's or the episode, the part where he like pops out behind the chair. (laughs) I can't, I want to see that in person so bad. Yeah. It really, it really is a bummer that this one's all missing because, uh, Patrick Troughton, like his face is his whole thing, man. He's got a really rubbery and expressive face and he's such a good actor. And we really lose a lot of it in this animation. Uh, given that Sam, what'd you think of him? He is it. I feel like we don't have a good grasp on him. Like you said, it is a regeneration episode and there's no way this is how he is the rest of the time. I'm going to be so mad if that's true. No, he needs to be this. Well, the well, <laughs> the companions would say something and he would just be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. as he should. Those companions are stupid. <laughs> also, how many episodes have we seen with Ben and Polly? Because is it only one before this? Because I forgot who they were. Uh, no, we've done two. We picked them up in the War Machines, and then we did not watch The Smugglers, but we did watch The Tenth Planet. That's The Tenth Planet is the one that obviously I remember with them, but I don't... I did not like them in this episode. Well, all they did was just, like, second-guess the doctor, yell at him because they thought he was somebody else, get punched in the face, and get stolen by rebels. You say they second-guess the doctor. Polly was in right away. <laughs> she was like, yep, that's the doctor. Who else could it be? He's in the TARDIS. Must be him. <laughs> Never a doubt. <laughs> oh, sorry. I stand corrected. Yeah, Polly didn't. Ben was, ben was off-board. Um, well, Cody, what'd you think of Troughton? I favorite iteration of the old doctors so far. The toot toot doctor. Yeah, yeah the toot toot doctor. It's just Two it's is the toot toot. just quirky enough to like give me a little chuckle. It just like relieve the tension of any sort of like overly dramatic scene in a show that's so old it's hard to take seriously to begin with. And like he's just quirky beyond belief like the hat is nuts the recorder with the flare hat, and the... that's gone we'll never see it again fuck really <laughs> yeah it was the never producers, really there it's producers just did not like it Trout <laughs> loved it <laughs> yeah, i bet uh, Trout loved it so sydney newman the head of drama bbc you guys saw that uh that kind of making of movie dramatization that we watched and um he said he wanted the second doctor to be the cosmic hobo and that's why he has kind of like a disheveled tie pants that are kind of like oversized a big coat that doesn't fit and uh he basically looks like a clown and he's also like kind of puts on like he's an idiot and kind of like doesn't really reveal anything but he's always you know doctrine that See, now he's he's doing that, but he's meeting the Robert Downey Jr. standard of, like, you don't go full idiot. <laughs> like, he's definitely shining through, like, brilliance. Because he'll just do something that's brilliant, and somebody's like, Doctor, that's brilliant. He was like, oh, was it? <laughs> my, my favorite is when uh, Ben says, well, he won't answer who he is. He goes, well, who are we? And the Doctor goes, don't you know? <laughs> just keeps doing what he's doing. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, you know, playing the character in a maybe problematic way, in an interview that's on the DVD about 10 years after this, he says what he wanted to do was go in blackface and put on a turban and play like an Arabian Nights style character so that when he got done shooting, he could take the blackface makeup off and nobody would recognize him when he went home. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> yep. Would have been a a, a short uh, attempt at uh, continuing the show without William Hartnell. <laughs> also would have made sure that none of these episodes were found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. BBC would be out looking for any copies and burning them. <laughs> Just busting caps. <laughs> nah, you just do what Disney does. You put a little a prelude a to it that says, it. "By the way, oh yeah, we were a bit racist back then. Our bad." 
All right. Well, uh, those are the two basic questions out of the way. So what do you guys, uh, what do you got? Uh, Lesterson going crazy was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like it was. Yes, it was Terry. No, it wasn't. I loved it. Spoiler for Terry's MVP. (laughs) (laughs) But I, so I'm kind of with Terry. Like I wanted to see that. I didn't really notice it the first time, but this time through, I wanted to see that in live action to see how that character was portraying this shift into psycho or psychosis, psycho, whatever. Yeah, that word I'm just is. breaking. Yeah, yeah, because like at first he is just, uh, like excited about the knowledge and of this creature and of like I have control. I can. This is gonna work. I have inspiration for this, and then. Like with the naysayer of the doctor coming in, and it's like, no, 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 fighting it, seeing it come together, and then realizing that the doctor was right and going, like, oh no, what have I done? And then it's just driving him even more crazy. And then at the end, he's just like, well, these are our leaders now. We are just mice beneath these giant beings here. We are coming to an end and he's just accepting it. It's just like, you were a brilliant person and now you're just stupid. It's like, oh my now God. Now you're doing a dumb Charles Nelson Riley voice. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the Dalek voice guy? No, it's a celebrity from the 70s who was on the match game all the time. Ah, Yes. Somebody everybody would know. <laughs> I got a real chuckle when he said, I have the power. And the only thing that he had power of was being in that spot to move that switch at that time. He didn't have shit. Didn't ever have shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they were running a train on him the whole time. Like that, that scientist was just a real half a scientist, you know? What? Oh, for sure. He didn't have control of anything in his laboratory. He spends the whole serial just, Guys, my laboratory, get out of here, examiner. I have all the power here. Dude didn't even know that half the scientists in his laboratory weren't on his side. Yeah. They're all just running cables around his laboratory, (laughs) and he he has one scene where he says he has the power, and he's just so wrong. Also, (laughs) who called the inspector? I don't remember. Examiner? What was it? Quinn did the was it no. Quinn? Reagan yeah, was Quinn called him. Yeah, Reagan was the yeah, bad Reagan guy. Reagan was bad. Yeah, Reagan was the first inspector. visibly the bad person from the moment he stepped on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any pointier appendages. He had the most acute angles of every actor on that show. And then his eyes were darkened twelve shades darker than everyone else's, except so- the doctors. <laughs> Well, the doctor, when when the doctor, like his first scene, he his eyes were super dark and he had that hood over like he was fucking Palpatine. Like, I thought he was going to be like an evil doctor when I first saw it. (laughs) Whose idea was it to say the pulsing of the center control, like the the controls for the TARDIS um, should be defined as throbbing while it's activating because... (laughs) What would you call it? Um, the person in 2016 the, the who did the subtitles. I I just used pulsing. pulsating. No, not no. not pulsating. Jesus, that's worse than throbbing. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> it could it could be thrusting because it's up and down. I'll pumping. accept pumping. That was the pumping, the thirteenth doctor definitely had thrusting things in her. Thrusting yeah, energy, yeah, for sure. No, fingering, fingering. So uh, anyway. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. You brought up some good points. One thing that I always butt up against in this story is like how over the moon this scientist is over these Daleks. Like they have colonized another planet. There's 9,000 people living there in multiple different cities. And 
he finds a robot and it blows his fucking mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> there have been robots at this point for hundreds of years on Earth. And this the fact that this like, holy shit, it moved from over here to over here. Did you see it push that chair? No human <laughs> can push a chair. <laughs> We've changed the world. Not just a robot though. It was the it was the metal that attracted him to it, right? It was like the right. zero that corrosion. Was... That was the initial yeah. thing that he brings up, but it immediately dumps it when like a Dalek starts moving. And he's like, fuck this, like a a non-corrosive metal that can sit in an acid bath for 200 years and be perfectly fine. That really could change humanity. Yeah. But the fact that he's like, hey, check this out. It fucking talked. It's like, great. <laughs> can, can we start learning about that metal again? Well, but, but there was also like a lot of flowers for Algernon type of like like knowledge exponentially growth thing going on, which which is probably what he was really interested in. What the heck does that mean? Do you ever see Flowers for Algernon? No. <laughs> or read the or book. Read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I read the book too, but I prefer the movie. Who's I don't think there is a movie. Alex, no one says that. I do, because I hate fucking reading. <laughs> oh, no. I can I can get the whole book in two hours easy. <laughs> no, anyway, that, it's a Futurama episode. You don't even need to watch the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely never seen Flowers for Algernon because it was a two thousand made for TV movie. It's the only movie ever made. I've seen it. He's seen it. He saw they, that one. They showed it after we read the book in school. I was gonna say I bet it was in school though. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's right, you went to school in the 2000s because you're a fucking child. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, they also did a uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> episode. Of course they did. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever teacher made you watch that movie should be fired. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It has Matthew Modine. Sure. <laughs> He's Papa in Stranger Things. We the other movie we watched after we read it was um, The Outsiders. Uh, no, To Kill yes. a Mockingbird. Oh yeah, the Gregory Peck one. Yeah, yeah, and nineteen eighty four V for Vendetta. That's what we watched. Gross. Uh, we watched the Salem Witch Trial. Oh yeah, we did that too. Salem Witch Trial. Did you read books or did you just watch movies throughout no, all? We of watched or we read the books and then watched the movies. He went to school on the east side. They, yeah. they don't, they they don't just, have much to do. They just hit play and the teachers go and smoke in the parking all lot. Of, all <laughs> the teachers were like the athletic coaches. So we would uh, read stuff. And then when the, like when the, whatever team was gone and the sub would show the movie for three days. That's what we did. Yeah, it was pretty sick. <laughs> but it was always after the test of the book, which sucked, but. Yeah. So anyway, basically the whole premise of the story is what bothers me the most about it is just that it doesn't make sense. I want to know how many times Jake's going to say I butt up with. <laughs> it has been a lot this episode. It's at least twice, if not three times so far. It can't. Have well, been I think three it's times. more. It's more than that. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Play <laughs> it back. Possible? <laughs> He's going to delete all of them now, except for one. Yeah. This You're is gonna sound so dumb. Jake Butt stuff. <laughs> I I'm still trying to think of all the different storylines in this in this story too. So many. There were Jill. You said that there was a lot missing. Like what? Oh, mostly the end. Um. Okay. Yeah, Jill so had to call me. I did. So I fell asleep when we were watching the last episode last night. So, like, I prefaced to Alex, I'm like, I rewatched this multiple times today. So, I first went back and rewatched it, like, all the way through, and then I was, like, the last episode. So then I was thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know how this happened. Like, I don't know how the, how like, obviously solved. the doctor took out the Daleks, but I don't understand how it got there. So then I went back and watched, like, the last half again, and I'm like, okay, here's the point where it happens. What happened? And like I, I watched it literally three times in a row and could not figure it out. So then I called Alex and I'm like, "Okay, I rewatched it, and I watched it back so many times, and I don't understand." He's like, "Yeah, I had to do the same." So like from my perception, the doctor like goes into a corner when the Daleks are coming, and then everything blows up, 
and the doctor's still in the corner. And then they're like, hey, you did it. Was this your plan the whole time? And he's like, yep, that's my plan. And they're like, cool, you're good at this. And that was the end. It was very abrupt and they didn't like talk about it. <laughs> it was it like it was very weird. They just wanted things to explode and then more explosions and then explosions on that. There was probably more in live action, but like animation, I like trying to show, especially with the shitty animation, trying to show like body acting and show things versus someone explicitly saying it. I yeah. think I think a lot of stuff got missed. But stuff like that should be explicitly said. And there is, after the fact, somebody does say, oh, you overloaded their power because they were, you know, self-sufficient power, like putting, sending power to their um, their energy stores that they had created for themselves. And then the doctor just like overloaded them, causing them all to explode. Well, they had hinted at it earlier in the serial of Well, episodes. I knew it was going to be power related, of course, because that's like all they focused on. Was Daleks getting power, and then they were self-sufficient in their power. Well, because they, they had, one of the Daleks had a seizure earlier, like in the <laughs> second episode or something. Well, that was when he turned it off, right? Or dimmed it, and then they're like talking yeah. low and slow. So these these Daleks are supposed to be like before the ones we see in Dalek Invasion of Earth. So that's like another hundred years in the future. They don't ever say it in the story, but this takes place in 2020. And oh wow there's so on the dvd there's about five minutes of existing footage uh sometimes it's just like a, f a couple of frames sometimes it's like a a mini scene but they're they got the scene at the end of episode one where the doctor walks into the ship and goes polly ben meet the daleks they had that scene because there was a different show on bbc that had like a little stinger leading up to it and it was like coming up next is blah 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 but first a quick look at this saturday's doctor who and then it cuts to that and that's like the only way they have that is because that shows like they kept that show's stuff <laughs> <laughs> but uh fuck how did i start what was the point of that you butted up against oh sorry <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> So in in that little stinger where it says coming up this week on Doctor Who uh, in the far future, the year 2020. And so that's like the only time it's ever mentioned is in this advertisement for it, like a trailer. That's awesome. How did they. Uh, so is that how they got rid of COVID? They just went to Voltron <laughs> or whatever that planet was. Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Which we are still only a couple of years away from Star Trek, where the planet Vulcan will be. Uh, prominent. Oh yeah, interesting. So yeah, so if you're keeping up with like the how the Daleks work in the very first story, they had to stay in their city because all of their floors uh, had static electricity humming through them, and that's how they powered themselves. And then in the Dalek invasion of Earth, they all have these big giant dishes on the on their backs that is how they store power and operate themselves. And then uh, in the chase, they're like, fuck it, we don't need to explain why. <laughs> like, they just and then they, they just move on after that. They're moving across gravel roads. Which well, at it's... that point, they have fucking time travel. Like, I think they've solved their power problem. Yeah, they probably got, like, double-A batteries or something. They go from this of, like, needing whatever, all the things, to floating in the air. Oh, that's right. They can do that, can't they? <laughs> Well, they also, like, can mass-produce Daleks in a couple of days, including the, like... The bio. Uh, the, yeah, the organism yeah. that goes inside. Yeah, that was that, weird. Just, that like, fishing scene, them out. <laughs> that's the scene I also wanted to see live, because, like, did they actually show Daleks being made like that? That would be so sick. They were um, actually deep-frying them. I think the one that, like, them. scuttles that they see when they, they're like, oh, where's the third Dalek? And then they see one, like, scuttle under a door. I think that exists. I think it's a telesnap, like somebody like video recording their own television. <laughs> Is that huh. what that's called? A telesnap? Uh, no. <laughs> it should be. It's great. But that's how, so the DVD that, or the Blu-ray that we, that we watched it on, it also has 
So they have like a full, the full like official recon of it. And it uses a lot of telesnaps because they did have somebody whose job it was, was to like take pictures of the TV when it aired so that they had like just something to keep. What? And, uh, and so they use those to like kind of make an episode. So like when someone's talking, you just see like a picture of them and then maybe they like kind of zoom in on it to give a little bit of <laughs> movement. So, so instead drama, of a little panache, instead of just saving the film. They took pictures and saved those. <laughs> took pictures of the TV. What the <laughs> fuck? Well, a picture Who is, is the a BBC? Film just with smaller amounts of frames, you see. Yeah, I understand like, that. That's the thing, too. These people that are, like, video recording their TVs at home, they're using those, uh, like, home cameras that you have to, like, turn the crank and so it's not matching the frame rate because you you can't, like, nail it with that crank turn. And so it gets really janky. It looks like a 30s film. Man, who is the BBC? Why? Oh, my God. <laughs> they are a different cat, that's for sure. That's so funny. No, guys, <laughs> there was no, like, future envisioned in which people gave a shit enough about TV to want to watch it again later. That's insane, dude. Like, it's if you create something... Now. So what did they just think it was like it was like a live performance of a band like one and done. We did it. We got it out the door and it's out in the ether. Never be never to be seen again. Yeah, that's insane. Like bad business savvy. There was no such thing as home video. Like people went to the movies. Movies stayed in. But they would never rerun for years. They would never do reruns on TV. Everything on TV was new and never run again. There were three channels. There were two channels. There were two channels. <laughs> they were called BBC One and BBC Two. <laughs> no, there's ITV and whatever. One of anyway. them was probably just the queen drinking her <laughs> just tea. Just a static picture of her. <laughs> you know, with, the, with the song in the background. <laughs> out of all of the prints of this story that were sent out around the world, there's only one that they don't have a record of it either being returned to the BBC or being destroyed. And it went to this television studio in Singapore. And this guy that like found all these episodes in 2013, he went there, couldn't find it. They they didn't um they didn't keep shit back then either. In fact, they had like a law that stuff had to be destroyed until like 1978. Jesus. <laughs> but there have been multiple people who said like they watched this story in school in the 70s so like there's people thinking that that like in singapore so there's people thinking that that print might have still existed in the 70s and was being passed around in schools and like this one person who was interviewed about it it was it was like 1978 when he watched it and it's like the last year that that law was in place so it could still be out there somewhere but yeah literally one that's crazy like they they knew enough to keep records of when things were destroyed, but just keeping <laughs> yep. things. It's like, hey, you know that giant notebook of all the dates and places mm -hmm. things were destroyed? Just replace that with the thing we want. <laughs> just have it it sitting <laughs> in that corner. Uh. Anyway, back to the story. It does get a little convoluted. Probably the first time we watched it, Alex, and I didn't like it so much. Maybe I wasn't completely following because I do really hate these like small cast like um conspiracies and but this one's i don't know it's there there's a mining colony nine thousand people live there we only ever meet six so it's kind of tough <laughs> to really get a feel for it but there's a a plan in place to take over from the governor so that uh what's the guy's name jagger uh bragan i got it. yeah bragan <laughs> so bragan and janley have this plan they're going to take over from the governor so that they can run the place more efficiently and make more money but part of that plan to overthrow the governor is to start a resistance and so janley is like running this resistance group to just kind of cause chaos in general what those people's goal is, I have no idea. Just to, like, 
because it seems like the governor's doing a pretty good job and isn't that bad of a guy. It's not like he's like shooting people in the street. So there's a resistance in place. The the good guys decide to use the Daleks to help them fight the resistance. Then the resistance decides to use the Daleks to help them fight the good guys. And everybody dies. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, what are they resisting against? They never showed downtrodden workers or, like, villainy in the streets that they're trying to Yeah, they're not, like, defeat. getting whipped or yeah. they're not, like, starving and being underpaid. Just go home. Go to Earth. <laughs> Stop doing this. <laughs> the governor initiated Prima Nocta on the colony. Is that the yeah, sex any, one? Anything. That's, yeah, that's the, the sex, sex one. one. <laughs> Sam doesn't know what Prima Nocta is. It's for the best. They should have showed some reason to rebel, I guess. I don't know. Am I missing something? Did anyone pick up anything there? No. Yeah, you're pretty much right. Like, except for Bragan is like a dick, and he's like head of security. So maybe Bragan is just actually the bad guy, and like telling all of his officers or soldiers, what have you, to beat the shit out of the colony folk. So they're not really resisting the governor, they're just resisting the governor's cabinet. And his cabinet is Bragan. <laughs> yeah. And uh Lesterson. If they And Quinn. And Quinn was pretty good. Yeah, but he did a whole lot of creeping in dark rooms holding weapons yeah, in his he hands. That's <laughs> just hey. standing there in frame. Sometimes <laughs> the doctor's like, do... Hey, I just walked in here and this guy was passed out. And then Quinn's like, Yeah, yeah, me too. Totally just walked in here. <laughs> uh what was the doctor trying to do with the water? Oh, uh, that was really cool. Create a sound yeah. that would open the cell. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, because when the when the door opened, it would make a like a beep, like a like a high pitched tone. tone. Yeah, yeah. And so he was trying to. So match first he it. tried his whistle, then he was trying to do it with his glass of water. Then he was asking for more water so he could change the level. <clears throat> and then he just brings out his pipes. Like, why didn't you use that the first time? <laughs> hey, process of illumination. <laughs> Class of water, then obvious instrument I've had on me this entire time. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. Oh, I do I don't not know. remember. He escaped Quinn's, and then five Quinn's minutes later. Opened. Was yeah, Quinn's opened and then Quinn opened arrested. the doctors. Okay. That was after... Well, no, Quinn wasn't talking shit, was he? He was... He was doing a ploy. He's doing a shift. It's just yeah, kind of hard to tweets. like Quinn. Like, hey, you keep everyone's just kind of sus suspicious of you. Maybe try not to seem like such a creep all the time. <laughs> I can agree with that. Alex, give me a Twitter theme song. Tweet, 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 tweet. Get a shift. I I sent a tweet out pretty late in the day today to get some <laughs> responses. So there's only a few, but. Ode underscore Ollie at Ode underscore Ollie says, I really like it, partially because I think it's a good story, and partially because I love Troughton's Doctor. Making the Daleks manipulative on this larger scale really adds to their threat and changes them going forward. Using a familiar villain lets the audience ease into the new Doctor, as does using Ben and Polly as audience surrogates. Troughton very quickly makes the role his own, losing the wise elder role and becoming more comedic and hiding behind jokes and pretenses of stupidity before showing he's just as capable as the last Doctor. I think Troughton doesn't get enough credit for keeping the show as popular and successful as it was without making us miss Hartnell too much. The plot is a little bleak, leaving very few survivors by the end, but it makes the most of its idea and tells the human story as well as the Dalek Doctor story. Very excited for what y'all think, especially for what you'll say about its Doctor Who magazine poll placement, which I totally forgot to look <laughs> up. Oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Where... Do I have that on here? <laughs> so, when he talks about, like, BRB. the Daleks being manipulative, I kind of forgot about that scene where the Doctor was like, you do this, and you listen to me. And the Dalek was, like, hesitant, but then did it. But immediately, once the Doctor left, he was like, ha-ha, I am back. And then Lesterson's like, why did you not obey him? 
And the dog's like, uh, uh, you are smarter. I obey you, <laughs> not him. He is raw. Yeah, that guy's a dick. And that, that like, started Lesterson down the hole. Holy shit, they have reasoning. This is amazing. They're so smart. Mm-hmm. Do they have reasoning, or are they just super manipulative and evil? Well, again, he just to thought they were point, just a basic robot. Yeah, but also to Lesterson's uh, perspective, it was reasoned, like they said, mm-hmm. we can't help if we're shut down, so he's wrong. You're right, so we're going to follow just you. Yeah. <laughs> Until we don't and we murder everyone. Right. Why are old who Daleks so much smarter than new who Daleks? That I feel like that was big red flags there of uh maybe we shouldn't keep creating these things. Oh, it's it's super reminiscent to like today's news with all this chat GPT and AI <laughs> craziness. Like uh apparently what was it Microsoft fired all of their um like kill switch employees like if something goes wrong like the the people that would have thought of that are not working there anymore good my plan is coming together (laughs) (laughs) did anyone else really love the construction line building of all the daleks no why i I just loved the (laughs) scuba dalek Drop it in it. Well, you gotta <laughs> Close shock it up it first. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta it give first. it the old. One of the Daleks had a shocky arm. Yeah, <laughs> we need more shocky arm Daleks. Okay, one of those in the hospital. Clear. Before you scoop them, you gotta make sure there's a good crusty golden crust. <laughs> you gotta keep them in there until they're nice golden brown. Yeah, both make sides. sure you flip them halfway through. Yeah, paper towel coating. down. Paper towel down so you can get all the all the oil off. <laughs> and then just drop them in. And and salt it immediately when it's hot. <laughs> oh. Pretty proud of the energy we've made in the studio today. <laughs> Yeah, look what we could do without Jake. Crunchy Daleks. <laughs> Crunchy Daleks. It's their fault. They got the appendages that just make them look like calamari. Oh my god, guys, we need to start a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> just make it Doctor Who themed and that will be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dalek Tenderloin. Cyber Martini. <laughs> we saw this in an episode once. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. So yeah, still waiting for Jake. There was right another here. moment uh, right away in episode three uh, that <laughs> was, I. It, they must have been trying to do something for the random noises that they were hearing in the audio, but the doctor was looking for something and then you just see pillows flying on the screen, but there's like nine pillows go flying by. And it's like, where are you digging that you have all of these pillows? <laughs> He just goes off screen to the right and down. <laughs> just a hundred pillows just start flying by. I really enjoyed uh, when the Daleks showed up with the two other ones that were alive with their blasters. Um, and I think he was with Ben, and he's like, "All right, Ben, we need to get out of here now." When I say "run like a jackrabbit," and like the scene, what we're seeing, they're just standing there, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Run!" <laughs> <laughs> well, there's leaves. no time in between. He just goes, when I say run, run, run. <laughs> so funny. And like the way the animation worked, it's just two blocks like sliding away. <laughs> so funny. Okay. It is time for one more tweet. Let's do that first. BT Flippity at your cool 91 says decent Dalek story, though far from top tier. I personally would go for evil of the Daleks in this general early two era. I've never seen evil of the Daleks, but we'll get to it soon. That being said, Troughton comes out the gate swinging with a really fresh interpretation of the doctor. So it's worth it just for that. Me and BT are agree. Simpatico on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just gave, it just gave the, the show a new vibe. New vibe, man. Just the sheer number of people that I hear in podcasts say this is their favorite Dalek story is infuriating. I mean, that's kind <laughs> of pushing it. That's pushing it. 
That's Although, favorite when we dollar? did our Dalek rankings, I put it last, which is pr- maybe just that's a <laughs> out little of harsh. contempt for everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> it's six episodes. It cannot be number one. Nah, the, the worst ones were back with heart. And Dalek Invasion Earth is six episodes. It is number one. Oof! And all you Check bastards that made it be Ooh. number two because you put it so far down in your list. I I maintain the the Dalek masterpiece or whatever the fuck that thing was called. The one you haven't seen? Yeah, because it's fucking. <laughs> what is it like? Twenty episodes or some oh, crazy shit? Twelve? No. Uh, sure. Oh my! What? <laughs> twelve would, seems better. It would feel like twenty. <laughs> Guys, we yeah. will be watching one in the second Doctor's era. That is ten episodes. Are we going to split it in half? We're going to have to. Nope. <laughs> we'll need it a just month. doesn't fit the story. There's nowhere to split it's it in half. It's going to take three weeks to watch that. Yeah, okay, I'm residing, Jake. Effective today. But it's really good. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam. Hey, Jake. Out of 156 oh, no. classic Doctor Who stories on the... Doc 2 Magazine 50th Anniversary Poll. Where did Power of the Daleks fall? People seem to... Okay. Uh, 35. Ooh. Cody? Not a personal opinion. Sam? I mean, Jill? (laughs) You answer, girl. (laughs) Second guess yourself, Sam? (laughs) So they saw the same version we saw, correct? No. Um, this didn't even exist when the poll was taken. There were no animations. Oh, oh they saw a real version. No, there isn't a real version, Jill. So, so they, they didn't saw see nothing. It. Yeah. How's this a thing? They only had audio. The telesnaps, the recons, uh, and the audio. Oh shit! I want to okay. redo my number. How many is it out of? One hundred fifty-six. I don't know. Somehow the list that I spent like half a day making is gone. <laughs> Sam, you're you can so, redo your number if so you want. so bad at technology. 76. Alex? I'm going to give a 73. Terry? I'm going to go 83. Uh, Cody, and Jill, or Cody and Sam, you can change your answers if you want. I didn't ask the right questions. Nah, I'll just I'm, leave it. I'm it's gonna fine. Keep it. I like being in last place. <laughs> they love it. It's a good for place sure. to be. Uh, remind me what you guys said. 52. 35. Sam is the winner. It's 12. No. Whoa. Are you kidding me? <gasps> Holy <Whoa>. shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All these people are assholes. All these people are <laughs> smart and Jake is wrong. <laughs> Best Dalek series so far. That seems insane. Out of. Oh my God. You so liked got it a so much, I can't believe you put it then. in the 50s. Uh, I mean, there's like a lot more to come. So it's it's not it's not the highest rated, uh, it's the third highest rated Dalek story. One of them that's ahead of it is Dalek from 2005, Christopher Eccleston season. And then one of them is one we will get to later. Good. Good. Damn, dude. Hey, Alex. Yo, dog. Give me that fun facts theme song. Man, we're doing themes today. Throwback. Theme songs. Fun facts. (laughs) He just remembers it. I was hoping for like a new one, but he just has it. Just chambered. (laughs) I was singing the Mrs. J theme song earlier today. Oh, no. I sing it every day. (laughs) Um, so Dennis Spooner, who had previously written The Reign of Terror, The Romans, The Time Meddler, and The Daleks Master Plan, did the final draft on this script and got no credit. Um, the previous script was written before they knew who the actor of the Doctor was going to be, so the Doctor's not in it very much. So he kind of did a pass to put the Doctor in it more. Um, and this would be his final contribution to the show. He's been a big part of it since it started, and he is moving on. Wow. I mean, big, that kind of sucks they didn't give him credit, but holy shit, like, what he's done, damn, those are some bangers. Fucking right. He's one of only, 
uh, two people who had written for the Daleks up to this point that weren't Terry Nation, because he kind of co-wrote Dalek Master Plan with Terry Nation. So, uh, so Terry allowed him to kind of write on it, basically. And he didn't love it. Terry Nation thought that the Daleks were too nice. In this episode? Yeah, Terry Nation just doesn't get it, man. <laughs> it's like, they were being surreptitious, dude. And then they killed everybody, a whole fucking planet. <laughs> They're too nice. <laughs> I'm gonna need, nice. is there any, like, interview with Terry Nation that we can watch? Because I want to see what this guy's like. Well, I'd get you the book, but let's wait till the movie comes out. We've established Ooh. I don't read, so. <laughs> um, Polly is not in episode four, and Ben is not in episode five. This was their planned vacation time. Oh. Did they're not like, notice. Hence why she was so kidnapped. <laughs> I get it now. You know, they're like um, 10, 12 weeks into their season, so it's time for each of them to get a week off. Um, the original script had some fun stuff in it that would have been cool if it was left in. Like, the doctor refers to himself having renewed his body several times in the past. So, uh, Chris Chibnall would have been <laughs> not not as in much hot water as he is by just adding regenerations to before Hartnell. Uh, he mentioned that he can't remember where he left Susan. So that would help explain why he never goes back for her. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh, he also mentions his age at 750 years old. Uh, in the original script, of course, it's, none of this is canon. And he also kind of hints that the Daleks destroyed his home world, which Russell T. Davies would make canon uh, about 40 years later. <laughs> That's wow. And yeah. so in that in that script, would they have named the home planet or just said home planet? No, it wasn't explicitly said. It was just hinted at. Okay. That's kind of crazy. That, well, maybe maybe RTD, or what'd you say? RTD knew that? Mm -hmm. So maybe he, like, made that happen because of that? I don't know. Um, this is the first of many Dalek stories that are going to have the blank of the Daleks title. You will get plenty of those later. It's also the first to not be written by Terry Nation. Um, the next story after this, which we're not going to watch because it's the only one from this season that doesn't exist at all. Well, one of two. Um, they pick up a new companion, Jamie McCrimmon. So what? this, this story is the only, this and the three doctors, which isn't during this era, is the, are the only stories that have Patrick Troughton that don't have Jamie in them. So we pick up Jamie next story, and he is the companion the whole Second Doctor's era. Whoever that is. Mr. J. McCrimmon. <laughs> Boom. Um, I always like this. They they list on the wiki changes that they put into the animations. Just little fun things. Like uh, the Meteor Storm computer has a logo for Magpie Electricals, which is the, uh, the company from the Idiot's Lantern that they kind of put in sprinkle in a whole bunch of times in new who the logo on the governor's communication device is for Wayland yutani which is the corporation from the alien movies and i don't know if any of you noticed but the notice board that has like the code on it that the doctor deciphers uh has the words bad wolf written on it get out of here mm-hmm you said we didn't have to read that I was they gonna, didn't have to. I was going to pause it and read it, and you said, nah. You weren't going to do shit, because you don't control the remote. I oh, know. Oh, because they added that in the animation. <laughs> yeah, just fun okay. stuff in the yeah, animation. Because yeah, yeah. this animation was made after. In some later ones, in the background, they'll have wanted posters, and it'll be like Roger Delgado's master, and then <laughs> later we'll see one that has like Sasha Dewan's master. Anyway. Anyway. Anyone uh, got anything they want to finish on? Terry, anything we didn't get to that you want to? It's it's not Terry. It's me. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> this this is the time now when we talk more. We did talk a little bit about, at the beginning, about the companions and just their lack of involvement. But let's talk more about that. Like, what the hell did they do? 
<laughs> got caught and complained about the doctor. Well, Ben is a big I have to go save Polly uh, fan. <laughs> so mm-hmm. anytime Polly's visited, he's got to go get her. And she's missing for a whole episode because she was on vacation. So, you know, the fact that they're both take a holiday in the middle kind of ruins their involvement. We we didn't we didn't touch on my favorite part, which is at one point Polly just leaves to go clean the bathroom, <laughs> which is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> uh, ben did throw himself at the uh, rebel party so the doctor could like get away, but then they still knew he was there. I don't. That was weird. Ben also just wanted to leave right away. Yeah, he's like, screw yeah. these guys. Yeah, it's like, Fuck this is people. a boring planet. Let's go. Okay, at the end when they're leaving, though, they do throw some jokes out there of like, we better go before you get summoned for court or we have to pay <laughs> for all of these damages. That was kind of funny. Better leave before they send the bill. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, we also see a Dalek move. Yeah, what the hell? How needless was that? It's only 130 years until Dalek Invasion of Earth, so maybe this is how it starts. My final thought, I think, maybe, um, is for it being the first regeneration, they really didn't talk at all about the regeneration. That's on purpose. They didn't know anything. They didn't know they were ever going to do it again. They didn't know they were ever going to make another season after this one. They were just... They also didn't know it would work. Like, they're probably sitting on the seat of their pants, like, what the fuck are we doing? It's just bizarre, though, to, like, throw it out there and, like, have the only thing be like, yeah, he said, like, he was gonna get a new one of himself. Like, there was a weird, like, passive comment. And that was it. In the story, if you you listen to the Doctor, like, they're not committing to anything. Like, they're... They're not sure if he, like, even the writers aren't sure if he's still the same person or if he has the memories or of the first Doctor or if he's, like, completely just a whole new person. They're, they just kind of, they kind of throw things out there for, for every possible outcome without committing to anything to just, because they're just really feeling it out. And the ratings were really steady this whole story. I mean, it's also a Dalek story. So, uh, I think they're, you know, by the time they're six weeks in, they can kind of start being more committal to things. Did anyone else really hate Janly? No, oh, but you why? hate women. Yeah. <laughs> I So that might be it. <laughs> no, but she was just just awesome. such a a strong, Pain. powerful, <laughs> terrible <hot> woman, <laughs> terrible <laughs> person. She had, she had kind of a kind of a cunty vibe. Yes, so much so. <laughs> but it was it was like she's part of the rebel, which is like sweet. You're doing it's like great. The one and the one non-poly woman we're gonna have in this whole fucking season. <laughs> like they don't write a lot of parts for women in these sixty stories. Terry's like Terry's like. I want to just grind this podcast to a halt so I can point out the one woman in this story. <laughs> but, that I mean, bitch. Really, it was just like she had ample time to, to just be like, no, you're right. These are bad. Or just like, no, you're kind of a dick. Let's not go with you anymore. It's like, she whatever. Was, she was an evil person in this story. She was yeah, the bad guy. She's the she bad did, guy, Terry. She did yeah. good. <laughs> I was so happy when she so finally if died. If you're asking us if we didn't like the bad guy, then like, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but the character was good and the actor was great. Yeah, the actress <laughs> and... was great. But, oh my God, this character though, Jan Lee. Hey, guys. Guys, what'd you think about Darth Vader? I thought him to be really mean. <laughs> yeah, what that, an that awful Freddy Krueger is a real asshole. But, but Jake, he's just—he's just a wounded soul. I can fix him. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> a new hope. <laughs> All right. So, got that out of the way. Bad guys. We're not supposed to like them. <laughs> but did you though? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I mean, everyone in this story was a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, who was in the right in this story? I don't think anybody was. The Daleks. Lesterson. <laughs> I, 
I think Lesterson probably yeah. was. He was the only one trying he to drive trying. drive like no, humans it was forward. The governor. He's just peacefully running his colony. Well, yeah, the governor he got too. murdered. Well, Lesterson yeah. found the Daleks and was going to use them to help with the mining to make things go easier. Yeah. yeah, and at every step when he was being told, hey, you can't control them, they're going to kill all of us. He's just like, fuck you, you're an idiot. <laughs> hey, great evil is always paid, or what was it? The road to great evil is always paved with good intentions, right? Yeah, those That's people Lesterson, were supposed baby. to not like those people. Yeah. The road to hell. Um, <laughs> Terry, who's your MVP and why is it Lesterson? <laughs> it is Robert James. Who played Lesterson. <laughs> he is just... I loved watching his character on screen and the the arc that he went from being just this sunny-eyed scientist to like a blithering idiot at the end. I thought he just did great. Alex? Sunny-eyed, huh? <laughs> Shush. That, that old chestnut. <laughs> That very commonly used phrase to describe people. <laughs> I like how we just let it sit in silence for a while for everyone to just absorb. You, you what have was to said. soak it in. You can't just dive in. <laughs> Go to who's your MVP. What's the name of the doctor? Troutman. Um, Troutman. Troutman. <laughs> oh my god. Have a good night, everybody. Eric Bye. Middleton. <laughs> Patrick Troughton. Uh Yeah, when when I get asked who my favorite doctor is, he's the first one that pops in my head. And it's usually between him and number three. And Peter Cabaldi, of course. Peter Cabaldi is my MVP, actually. Changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? Uh, Lesterson. Yes. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Jill? Uh, Tripton. Oh, Alex. I'm gonna go with the writer. Like writing, yeah, me too. writing the story. Teenage plus others. Like it was, it was a good Teenage story. Teenage didn't wasn't involved at all. He was really? working on another show. Oh, um, but yeah. So you know, David Whitaker and Dennis Spooner kind of together, and um, I think the script editor had a pass at it too because I think the initial script was like way too big and would have cost. A billion dollars but you know that's how writing is so for next time we continue on with season four as i said there's only two stories or <laughs> there are no stories in season four that completely exist in their entirety but there's only two that have not been animated and released the first one was the smugglers which we didn't watch we already have passed it. The next one. Wait, the smugglers is between the 10th planet and this one? No, it was before the 10th planet. Oh, okay. Then there's the 10th planet, which had some animated episodes. Um, there's this, which is completely animated. Then we'll be skipping the next story, the Highlanders, which is completely missing. And again, it's most notable because we're picking up Jamie as a new companion. So we're gonna we're gonna have a threesome in the TARDIS for companions. And then the whole rest of the season is at least partially animated. So every story we see for this season will have some animated bits. So we'll have five straight or stories we're doing that at least have some other episodes animated. But the next one. I've never seen because it wasn't released until after I did my initial classic who watch in 2011. It's called the underwater menace. I believe you guys all grabbed your DVD copies during the super bowl. Yes. Oh yeah. I hope that that's the one. If it's not, I have three more copies at the house here <laughs> because <laughs> I ordered three copies. Amazon told me, Oh, it couldn't be delivered and it was returned to the sender. So then I reordered it, and then I got six copies. <laughs> so I have so many copies of The Underwater Menace. <laughs> we should give some away. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Nobody in the UK can play them. 
and yeah, we NTC. don't have a ton of don't, American listeners. You don't say it out loud, Jake. Lol. Joke's on them. <laughs> they can decorate their wall with it. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> anyway, it's four episodes. Episode one and four are missing and will be animated. Episode two and three are live action. So be able to play them off from each other. You'll be able to see Patrick Troughton's beautiful face along with Ben, Polly, and Jamie. I have a special request. Okay. Can you give us like a proper trailer of the next story? That's like a new Jake segment that I want to add. Ooh, a 60 second trailer. Well, I haven't seen this one before, so I can't. Jake. So wing it. Let's go. <laughs> Um, what would you like it to There's be an about? underwater cave. <laughs> well, I'm in. <laughs> I will say this. If you had an issue with the costumes in the web planet, this one's going to be tough. <laughs> Sick. I'll give you the the quick description on the wiki. The quick synopsis. Ooh, yeah. The wiki oh, rundown. The wiki rundown. The TARDIS arrives on an extinct volcanic island. Before long, the travelers are captured and taken into the depths of the Earth, where they find a hidden civilization, the lost city of Atlantis. Do-do-do-do. Nice. Alex, do a song. Oh, this has been Married to Who's episode of Power of the Daleks. If you would like to participate and give us your thoughts, you can do so by following us on Twitter, Married to Who Pod. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and our producer Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for the Underwater Menace. Do 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 do